Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews Chris Peach of Money Peach. Learn how Chris and his wife, Andrea, went from completely broke to paying off $52,000 in debt in just seven months. Their experience spurred the creation of Money Peach, where Chris shows you how to live with financial freedom. Get his free 15-minute cash flow formula at moneypeach.com. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar. Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I am your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have Chris Peach of The Money Peach. We are going to talk about financial fitness today. So how financial, how being financially stable helps you not only mentally, but physically, and how to get yourself out of a bad situation and into a better situation because everybody can do it. And welcome, Chris. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. Yeah, I've heard your story before, but I would like to hear kind of your side of the story and your perspective of how you got into the situation that you got into, which was being tens of thousands of dollars into debt. Yeah, we we call that being stupid uh, in our (laughs) house. So we were normal. I would say we're extremely normal, just like, you know, everybody else out there is Andrea and I, we get married in 2008. We just... We, we had good jobs at the time. Uh, I was a firefighter and she was a, a, a newscaster here in Phoenix, ended up becoming the news anchor. So, I mean, together we're, you know, we have, we had the dink, double income, no kids. So we get married in 08 where, you know, we went to college, we're supposed to be smart and we go through life and it just becomes like the Chris and Andrea show. Whatever we want, we get, whatever we feel like doing, we do. And so we started this process in 2008 and we never looked at the money. We never paid attention to the money coming in and going out because we didn't need to in our minds. We, we made plenty of money and we were just going to have fun. You know, if it, if, if it was a spur of the moment vacation to the Caribbean, the answer was yes. And yeah. if it was expensive clothes because Andrew was on television, the answer was hell yes. And so that's the way we lived our lives. And it all kind of came crashing down in 2011. And so that was when we went broke. And I will never forget is up to that point, I remember like it was February 2011 we went broke. But I remember a couple of months before that thinking, oh, things are actually getting a little bit tighter than I would have thought because our payments increased. Because as we increased yeah. more debt, the payments to keep up with that debt increased. And as we increased our lifestyle, bought nicer cars, moved to a nicer house. Had children. <laughs> Well, we'd only had a 10 month old at the time. So really the only thing that was costing us money was diapers and formula. Yeah. Which is expensive. (laughs) It is expensive, but they get way more expensive. So I can't be complaining (laughs) about that. So we have a 10 month old during this time. So I remember it was February, 2011. And so Andrea now has been on television for uh, probably about six years now, six or seven years. So she's a recognizable person in Arizona, wherever she goes, people are like, Hey, Andrea, I watch you. So she's at the grocery store by her house. She has a 10-month-old on her, on her hip, Carter, and so she's pushing her on groceries. People are saying hi to her. She gets to the checkout, and so, you know, imagine, you know, if you're, if you're a mom out there and you're listening, you got your 10-month-old, you got a bunch of people staring at you, you're trying to get to the grocery store. So she, you know, puts the, all the groceries, they get bagged up, they get put in her cart, and I, forget, I think it was like right around $150 in groceries or something like that. And so she goes and swipes one of the cards and like the lady's like, Oh, your card's not working. So she swipes another one. She's like, Oh, that was not working either. So she puts in her debit card and that wasn't working either. 
So she's sitting there with a line of people behind her who now realize that Andrea Robinson can't pay her freaking bills. Uh, and then she's and, freaking out because that's what you would do in that situation. <laughs> oh yeah. She's, and I have no idea this is going on. I'm at work. And so she calls me at the fire station. She's in the parking lot. So she just picked up our son out of the grocery cart and just ran out to the parking lot. She didn't know what to do. She just left everything. And so she's in the parking lot and she is, she's pretty upset, right? I mean, put it mildly, she's pissed. Yeah. And she's, she's saying to me, you know, like, what, what's going on? Why don't we have any freaking money? You know, because I was the one that managed it. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't manage it. I just told people <laughs> I did. So I'm like, oh, don't worry. So I looked at our checking account and we were overdrafted three times. So we had three overdraft fees. I was like, Oh my goodness. Uh, and this was Wednesday and we didn't get paid again until Friday. So I remember I was a little bit freaked out, but I'm like, Oh, this is something happened. We'll figure it out. So I get home the next day when she gets home from work, we start going through everything. And this was like the first time ever that we had ever actually looked at the finances because we were normal. We were like, you know, everybody else out there, if we don't look at it, it'll just get better on its own. Right. I don't right. want to look at this black. Yeah, I don't hole think that's of... how it works. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so we learned the hard way. So I, I'll never forget. It was February, 2011. We're sitting there. I'm, we're in our kitchen together and we have no money. We're overdrafted three times. We're maxed out our three credit cards. We have a student loan. We have car loans and we're facing $52,000 in debt, consumer debt. That's not including our mortgage. We have a ton of payments, we're paycheck to paycheck, and we're freaked out. It's Wednesday, we don't get paid again until Friday, we, we got paid the same day. And I remember thinking like, okay, we don't have any money, do we need gas? Because we can't get gas right now. Do we need to buy anything? You know, it was, it was, it was scary because we had been living this, this lie. On the outside looking in, we had it made. Like we had the nice house, we had the nice cars, um, Andrea had the BMW. Um, I remember at the time there was these jeans called seven for all mankind that every, every girl on the uh -huh. planet and wore. And they were like $200. <laughs> on sale, $200. On sale, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. So she had, you know, the fancy jeans, the purses, the sunglasses. We had the, the pictures on Facebook to prove all the amazing vacations we went on. And we're sitting there going, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of us when they find out our secret? Because right. it's coming out now. What are our parents going to think of us? What are our good friends going to think of us? How are we going to get through this? And then I'll, I'll never forget as, as the husband or the man in the family looking over at my 10-month-old who was, I think, sitting in a high chair. And I just remember thinking, like, I failed. I am a dad, and I can't even support my son right now because we don't get paid till Friday. Like, what, what happened? And so that was, our, that was our, oh, crap. That was our low moment, probably one of the lowest moments we've had in our life. It was, I, I, I just remember sitting there thinking this will never happen again. I don't know how we're going to fix it, but this will never happen again. And I think that that's, that's the thing that goes through your mind is how am I ever going to get out of it? I'm totally hopeless. What are we going to do? And you have that fear and, and that just affects everything in your life. I mean, you're sitting there looking at your son thinking, how am I going to, mm -hmm. how am I, how am I going to get through this? with all of this compounded and compounded. And now we have, you know, the mortgage and food and, and what are we going to do? And I'm sure that you felt very hopeless. Yeah, I felt extreme. It was more, I would say that looking back into the feelings, the first feeling I had was shame. I was just so ashamed that I allowed it to get to this point. Um, we were smart. 
you know, we, we know how to do fifth grade math. It's not rocket science here. I was just really ashamed that we let our behavior get out of control. And then immediately after it was fear because we didn't have an answer. You know, as a firefighter, every time we do something, we have an answer for it. So, you know, that's, what, that's how we're trained. You know, when we pull up to a house fire, there is a job for every single person on the fire truck as a response to the problem. But I didn't have a response to this problem. I didn't have a solution. So there's a ton of fear. But then there's also a ton of stress because, you know, it's when you're ashamed and you're scared to death, it's easy to, you know, point the finger at someone else or say like, why did you get this? Why did you get us in this mess, Andrea? So we had stress in our marriage and that was kind of the first time we've ever had stress inside the marriage. So, I mean, what I realized is when, when there's money touches every aspect of our lives. So when there's pretty serious money problems going on in your house, uh, there's problems everywhere else then too, because you're carrying, you're walking around through life and you're stressed out, you're scared to death, and there's a level of shame that you're trying to overcome as well. So, I mean, it's just a really rough situation. And I know that this is more normal than I thought, because at that time, I remember thinking I'm the only one on the planet that's going through this. Everybody else has it figured out. The people that I hang out with have it figured out. Nobody has no. it figured out. <laughs> it wasn't until later on that I realized the majority of people, you know, 70 plus percent of people out there live paycheck to paycheck and six out of 10 people cannot write a check for a thousand dollars. And the average car you see driving down the street is carrying around a $550 car payment for the next 72 months. That's normal. You don't see that, right? It's all hidden behind the curtain, but that's normal. And that did help to realize that, okay, I'm not alone. There's other people out there going through this exact same thing. How the so heck do we get yeah, if if you were to speak to those people and tell them, how did you, like, what was your first step to say, this is what we're going to change and this is where we're going to start? Yeah, there has to be a first step for everything. So our biggest mistake was we went broke in February and we didn't do anything till till about April, May, because we didn't know what to do. So we tried doing 25 things at once, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine going into the gym and be like, okay, I'm going to do back squats, curls, and sit-ups at the same time. It's just yeah. not going to work. And then I'm going like, to run 45 miles and I'm going to restrict my calories to 1100 calories a day. And then I'm going to fail because I'm trying to do too much all at one time. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, you're going to crash and burn. Yep. So yep. The, the first thing that people need to, so there's a saying, what gets measured gets managed. And that, I remember when I read that, it like, it really stuck in my mind, right? If, if you're, you know, if, if you're trying to lose weight, you probably got to step on the scale first to see where you're at so you know where you're going, right? You can't yeah, have a baseline. Never know. Yeah, so what gets measured gets managed. So you have to create some kind of baseline. I call it a spending audit. And most of us do most of our transactions not using cash, which in the beginning is a good thing because you can start looking at where the heck is our money going? So one of the things we went through is, okay, how much should we spend on groceries? How much, how much is our mortgage? How much is our car payments? What's our insurance? And we start going through all these payments and we realize like, oh my gosh, we spend way more than we thought in certain categories. And then there was like, what the hell are these expenses over here? I, we don't even know what this is we're, we're paying for. It, you know, what's this subscription for $21 a month? We have no idea what this is. We've been doing it for two years. I mean, that kind of stuff. So yeah. basically we call it a spending audit. You go through and you look at where has your money been going? Yeah. And, and I think that people don't do that because they're afraid. You're, you're afraid to see where your money goes. I know, you know, and eat like on Wells Fargo or Bank of America, you go in and it tells you in a little pie chart where all your money goes. I don't like to look at that. <laughs> and, and honestly, those aren't very accurate. 
Uh, no, they're not because yeah. you have to actually, but either way, you know, you're, you're just looking at it like, oh, okay. Uh, I spend a thousand dollars a month in credit card payments. Like, mm -hmm. wow, why am I doing that? And what is this? And what is it for? And if you had that thousand dollars a month, then you wouldn't need the credit cards, you know, mm -hmm. you would. So it's, it's that vicious cycle of, of getting into that terrible situation. And then you're just kind of stuck. You guys did quite a few things to take steps to pay off that $52,000 in one year. Uh, seven months, but seven we were crazy. Months. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were absolutely crazy. So once we did our, our audit, we went through and we looked at, it was, it, and you're right, it was, it's hard to do, but here's, here's what I will tell people that are listening is you can do that now, or you can do that when you go broke, you know, it's called Parkinson's law. Everything expands with the universe, meaning, uh, as we make more money, it never feels like we make more money because we just buy more crap, right? right. Everything expands. So uh, you're like, we're naturally wired to, for every $100 that we earn, we're going to spend 120, okay? Just throwing numbers out there. So as you make more money, it never solves the problem. You can think about this right now to yourself. Just think, you probably make more money today than you did say 10 years ago, but yet the problems didn't go away. So yeah. everything expands. So we took a look and said, okay, where's our money going? Then once we knew where all the money was going, then the next thing is we created, I don't like saying it because my wife hates it, but the word is budget. But <laughs> since that's like a cuss word in our house, we say cash flow plan. So we created a cash flow plan. And basically it's your roadmap for your money for the month. So we, we have an idea. We know how much money's coming in. And if you're like, if you have irregular income, then you kind of know what the average is over the last you know 90 to 120 days. Mm -hmm. Use that number as a baseline. So that's what's coming in every month. Okay, so now assign every dollar um, to something in your life before you spend it. So you would never drive across the country without a fuel gauge. Why would you go through life without a spending plan, right? It right. doesn't make any sense. So Andrea and I, we looked at, okay, let's say, let's say we have $5,000 coming in. Okay, so we know that 1,000 of that is going to be assigned to groceries, okay? Boom, we assign that. Then we know, okay, uh, 1,200 of that's gonna be assigned to the mortgage or rent. And we just start going through the categories and what happened was, right, for every $100 that was coming in, we were spending 120. So then we had to actually be adults for the first time in our life and say, okay, where are we gonna make some corrections? And it sounds so painful, but I will tell you, it's just the opposite. It's so freeing. Because a lot of these, these things that we spend money on in life, we think we need it so badly because marketing has told us we need it so badly. And once we get rid of it, we're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I'll, I will never forget when we dumped cable, we were paying like $200 a month. And this is before Hulu and all that kind of stuff. So we literally went to a uh, HD antenna that had a wire running down the side of our house into our TV. I mean, like- It saved $200 a month right there. Because HD antennas are free. On, on one thing. <laughs> And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, we could never invite someone over to our house again because we have an HD antenna. Like, oh my gosh, no one gave a crap, right? No one even realized we did because people watched local channels mostly, right? So like those kind of things, we just, we realized we don't need to spend money on this stuff. Like coffee at home really tastes, I think, better than Starbucks coffee. Oh gosh, way better. That was one of the oh. big things that I did was cut out. I don't buy coffee anywhere. I bought myself a little crappy espresso maker and I make my espresso every morning and that saves you six dollars a day it's $6 crazy it's like a day it's like uh 
I want to say it's a, they did a, a study on it of how much you pay for a pound of beans and then how many cups of coffee that gives you versus how many cups of coffee it would get you at Starbucks and you do the price. It's like a 1600% markup. Oh my God. So there's that, there's a reason why there's a Starbucks on every corner in the world is because it's not like, you know, good profit margins, you know, 60, 70%. You're like, holy cow, you're making a 60 to 70% profit margin. No, we're doing, you know, a 1600% markup on the coffee beans at the store. For reference, I have a Starbucks literally on the same corner, Warner and 48th street. There's one in the bashes and Mm -hmm. right next to it in the same parking lot is a drive-through. There are two in the same parking lot and then one mile east and one mile north there are, are another starbucks on each of those corners yeah don't now you now you know that it's it, it is it's your it's, money it's convenient but if you take an extra i mean you can even with the coffee maker make it the prep it the night before set it on a timer it's done for you when you wake up in the morning absolutely how, how much more convenient is that <laughs> yeah it's like when you wake up, it's like, here you go. So, yep. uh, yeah, so we ended up getting crazy. We paid off $52,000 in seven months. But after we got on a, a cash flow plan, we, we knew how much money we had and we knew how much money, how much debt we had. So once we were able to zero out our budget, it was like, okay, all right, we're going to get after it. How are we going to, okay, now we have the budget zeroed out. How are we going to earn extra money to pay off this debt? And it became a game for Andrea and I. So uh, during this time, it was 2011, the economy was still kind of bouncing back. So I worked for the city and the city's always lagging about three or four years behind what the, what the economy is doing. So we weren't hiring. We just had stopped hiring. And so there was a ton of overtime to be made because it was cheaper to pay a guy overtime than to hire a whole new firefighter and, you know, give them a, a, a compensation Sorry, package and yeah. all that. So I just lived on the overtime list. And then when I wasn't getting called for overtime, uh, Andrea drove me around in my own neighborhood and I, picked, I, I started cleaning pools. I literally had a spiel that I would knock on someone's door and I would give them like a one minute spiel and like one out of 10 would say yes. And we were able to generate about almost $2,000 extra a month cleaning pools. Was it, wow. was it hot and miserable? Absolutely it was. It was all summer long, but it was worth it. We didn't go out to eat anymore. We didn't go to Starbucks anymore. Andrea sold all our clothes pretty much. We sold furniture. We sold a car. We got so crazy. I remember our friends thought we were crazy. They called us cheap, which that hurt, but it, it was still worth it at the end. Our, my mom and dad thought I joined a cult. They thought like we had joined some, <laughs> some financial cult. And I'll never forget, it was November 17th, 2011. And I was sitting here in this office and I remember I was like, hey, Andrea, look at this. So I bring her into the office and I show her the screen of the laptop. And we had more money. We had enough money in our checking account to cover the balance due. Uh, it was to Bank of America. And it was our last debt. After we paid this off, we would have paid off $52,000 in just right at seven months. And so I remember, um, I remember thinking, Andrea, we can hit submit right now on this laptop or we could drive three miles away to the Bank of America, and we can actually write this out in pen and like make this a celebration victory. So that's what we did. We hopped in our beater car at the time because we sold our nice car, drove down to Bank of America, and I'll never forget, Andrea and I walked in, and it was like the most freeing moment we've had in our marriage because you know there was stress, there was fear, there was shame. Uh, we didn't know what to do seven, eight months ago. We had no idea what to do. Then going through that process, cleaning pools all summer long, working overtime, uh, being away from, from the 
Andrea and our son. And then hearing the whispers of people who thought we were cheap, we were crazy, we were the no fun couple. All of that now became worth it because we walked into Bank of America and I remember just writing out that check and handing it to the teller. And you know, like once you uh, make a depositor, they'll ask you, do you want your account balance? And I was like, yes. And they handed us the account balance on the, on the credit that we paid off and it said balance, zero dollars and zero cents. And I'll never forget, that was, that was the moment that we went debt free. And since that moment, life has gotten so much easier. It's still, there's, there's still problems in life, right? There's still stresses in life. But the one thing that I don't stress about anymore is money. I don't mm-hmm. worry about money. I don't worry about the finances. I don't worry about, are we going to have enough money to make it? I don't yeah. have to worry about that anymore because we took care of this mess. So I want to talk a little bit about, because you and Andrea have always been into eating healthy and exercise and, and you know, you're very fit and you're a firefighter. How did that affect you before during and after all of this happened during that seven months, you know, did your physical fitness, your diet, did all of that take a hit as well? And how did you get back into all of that after the fact? You know, what's funny is like when we became lazy with our finances, that's also when I became kind of sloppy. Like I would say that I look back at some pictures back then. I remember when I was cleaning pools, uh, Andrea has a picture of me cleaning one of the pools in a tank top. And I was like, man, I was not very fit back then. And then once we got, once we started getting on a plan and we started getting better with our finances, it just, everything started coming together. It's like, it's, it's so true. When you get better in one area of your life, you usually tend to get better in other areas of your life as well. So once we started getting control of our finances, then that's when we started getting into CrossFit soon afterwards. And, um, you know, and that was crazy. We would never be able to pay for a CrossFit membership when we had, you know, crazy amount of payments each month, but because right. we paid off our debt, we could afford a CrossFit. And then we got into, we went really hardcore paleo for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, then, and then we got into reading and we started reading a lot. And then I started looking into becoming an entrepreneur and it just seemed like all these things started kind of lining up before life was just in disarray. There was like, you know, things were just a mess in all different areas. And once one area started getting cleaned up, it was like they all lined up in a row and it became, okay, finances are done. Check. Let's move on to health. All right. Health's done. Check. Let's move on to getting stronger. Check. Let's move on to becoming an entrepreneur. Check. Let's move on to growing our business and everything just lined up. And, but our catalyst was our money. So speaking of becoming an entrepreneur, you developed Money Peach. Explain mm-hmm. to me what that is, how it helps people, you know, why you created it. Obviously, we know why because you went through this yourself, but who are you trying to reach with it? And just to go all into it. <laughs> sure. So it's so how we created Money Peach was it, it wasn't an accident. I wouldn't say it was an accident, but I had never understood the how big Money Peach could get because at the time it wasn't called Money Peach. It was called Chris Peach Coaching Services. And I was literally running, uh, people would come up to me and say, you know, when they found out Andrea and I got out of debt, a lot of the same people that thought we were crazy were now saying, okay, how did you get out of debt? You know, what did you do? So we started having people come into our house. And I remember it was just simply showing them how to do a budget, right? So we, we show them how cash to do flow. a budget, a cash flow plan. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember our first, our first, uh, yeah. My wife hates that. She's not in the room now, but if she was in the room, okay. I don't say that. But I remember um, when we first, sh- we were first showing the first couple, their names were 
Justin and Amanda, they came over for dinner and they were like, Hey, we're just struggling with our money. Would you mind uh, just showing us like what you guys did? And I was like, Oh, do this, do that, do this. And then it was, you know, they told somebody. So then we got a call from them and it's like, Hey, will you show us, we show us. And all of a sudden it just kind of took off into this, this like movement. Now, by the time we weren't charging or anything, it was just friends. And so we started doing that for a while. And then that turned into, okay, let's turn this into a group coaching thing. So I actually used the CrossFit gym we went to. And so at the CrossFit gym, uh, we would do on Sundays, we would do like these little classes and it was like financial seminars. Um, you know, and it was going back to your, your point, people were just joining the CrossFit gym. They were doing paleo, they were doing CrossFit, they were getting physically fit. And it was like, Oh, let's try getting fit with our money. So then we went into that and I'll never forget. There was a guy in there named George. And George goes, hey, how much do I owe you for this class? And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't charge. This is free. And he was like, why would you not charge for this? This is value. People usually will pay you when you provide value. And I'm like, oh. You know, like, it didn't even A click ding. in my mind. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so um, he's like, you need to start this thing called a blog. So at the time, I really thought a blog was like where you got recipes from women. <laughs> That's all I knew. <laughs> I had no idea that it was like. I, I mean, this it is, is, yes, that is one of the things, <laughs> but that's all I knew was. So we started this little blog and I just started writing these articles on the blog and that was in 2015. And, you know, fast forward today. I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing what we've been able to do by just, by just being us. That's another thing too, is there's so many like, uh, gurus out there that'll say, you should say this and you should say that, and you should behave like this. And I was like, you know what, what's always worked is just being us. And And you actually walked the walk and talked the talk and did all of these things that you are trying to teach people to do as well. So it's not, it's not just something that you're, Oh, do this. You should do this. You've actually done all of these things. One of the things I love to tell people is I am not from the financial world. I am a firefighter. My wife is a news, uh, was a news anchor. And together we went $52,000 in debt without any financial training we were able to go from point A to point B and pay off our debt. I promise you if a firefighter and a a newscaster could figure this out, I promise you I can help you figure it out as well. I'm not from the financial world. I don't have a doctorate or a bachelor's in finance. I don't have anything like that. But I do know what works and I do know what doesn't work. And so I think that's what sets us apart and that's why we've had so much success is people, they're not looking for somebody with the certification on the wall that says they're an expert. They want to find people that actually are experts. That are just like them. That have actually done it. You know, I I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't go into my doctor's office and say, Hey doc, before we start, I'd like to see your license and I want to know where you went to school and I want to know your (laughs) grades. Right. No one cares about that kind of stuff. So I don't understand why people worry about that. Like I, I meet with a lot of people that, you know, like, Hey, I want to become an entrepreneur. I need to go get these certifications. And I'm like, no, you don't. You just need to start. What exactly do you teach with Money Peach? What is the program? Sure. So our mission is this, is we help everyday people remove the stress and fear of money by showing them how to save more, make more, and keep more of their money. And so we do this in a couple different ways. We have our blog where we, uh, we put out content every single week on the blog. I think there's over 300 articles now on our blog in all different areas of money. We have our podcast, and then we also have our training program. So if if you're someone that's thinking out there like, you know what, I could definitely do better in our finances. One of the things that we're actually in week three of right now is something called the Smart Money Academy. Now it's, it's, it's still Money Peach, but we started the Smart Money Academy. And the reason why we did this is for the last four years, we've had an online course. So uh, it's been great. We've had over a thousand students go through this online course, but 
I wanted to go back to, remember I told you earlier how I sat in front of people in this office and I sat in front of people or stood in front of people at, at the CrossFit gym on Sundays. I miss that. I miss getting in front of people again. In an online course, I'm getting in front of them, but I don't see them, right? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a recorded video. And so we started Smart Money Academy where it's, it's back to live coaching. And we're doing this in a group setting and it's, it's awesome. We're having a ton of success with it. We're actually guaranteeing two results for people. We're guaranteeing that we'll help you create a customized cash flow plan. And we're also going to help you save $500 in five weeks. And if we don't do those two things, the course is free to you or the program is free to you. And the reason why we're doing that is since I started the online business in 2015, I remember in 2015, there wasn't a ton of online courses out there. It was still pretty new. And fast forward today, it's, I see so many courses out there and they all say satisfaction guarantee. Well, what does that mean? Like, how do I know if I'm satisfied or not? And what's that? There's nothing to measure on that. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know what, if I'm a consumer out there and I'm, especially in the financial sector, and I'm already a little stressed about the finances, I want some kind of guarantee that this is going to work. You know, again, this is why we're different. I've had so many people say, Chris, this is, this is the dumbest thing you could do. You can't guarantee results like that. I'm like, well, why not? Why not? Then I shouldn't be, then we shouldn't be compensated if we're not providing value. So for Absolutely. us, that's what that's we're saying is we're going to, we're, we're, you're going to have results. You are going to save $500 in five weeks and you're going to have an evergreen cash flow plan you can use month after month. And if we don't help you do that, then we didn't deliver and you shouldn't have to pay us. That's, that's, that's it. It's simple. I love simple. Well, and it, it makes it, it puts your mind at ease because when you're in that situation, you're thinking about, okay, great. Yeah. I want to get out of debt, but now I'm spending money to get out of debt. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm just perpetuating that cycle because I'm spending money. But if you have that guarantee that, you know, look, this plan works and I will help you get there. Just take these steps and this is what will happen. And I think people need that ease of mind, knowing that they're not just investing in something that isn't going to help them because there are plenty, plenty, plenty of things out there on the internet that you buy and you're like, this was so stupid. Why did I, sp I have definitely done it. Being an entrepreneur, you buy some sort of like start, start up a business plan or whatever you spend $300 and then you're like, this is dumb. And I already knew this and I've already done this. So knowing that there are other people that have been through it, and gone through your program and seen results and having that one-on-one -on -one interaction as well, even like online or face-to-face, -face, those two things are really huge because you want to see those results and you want to see them fast because if people don't see them fast, they're going to quit doing it. I think there's, there's two different types of entrepreneurs out there. There's an entrepreneur out there that their only goal is to generate revenue. And that's not a bad thing. I don't think anybody should ever start a business in hopes of not making money. I think, right, everybody out there starts a business to provide revenue or some kind of income stream for their family. But that will get old. And, and the reason why if that's your only, your only goal in life, it's going to get old. And I see it time in and time out where people out there are actually making really good money and they're miserable. They're not happy. They're not. And, and that actually happened in our business is we, we got so tied up in, you know, creating content on the blog that I actually got away from actually creating content. And I was doing a lot of the SEO work and a lot of the backend work. And, and we started generating really good revenue inside the business, but I wasn't, I wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore. I was thinking, man, I'm like, 
I feel like an accountant or a CPA for my own business. And I wanted to, I wanted to move in people's lives. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have somebody who was lost like we were in 2011 and show them how to get out, how to have success. And I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just focused on the bottom line. How are we going to increase revenue? How are we going to put out more blog posts and more podcast content? And for me, I had to take a step back and say, okay, what, what makes me happy? Of course, making money makes me happy, but you could do both. And Absolutely. maybe we're going to give up a little bit of the revenue, but I'm going to get so much more peace back by knowing I started a blog in 2015 because I wanted to reach people. I wanted people to have the same feeling that Andrea and I had when we walked into the bank on November 17, 2011 and paid off that last debt. I want people to have that. It's, I can't explain it to people. You have to experience it. And, I, I'm and not, I, yeah. honestly, in my business, I feel the exact same way. You know, there have been times when I am, I'm scared I'm not going to make it and all I'm focused in, on is the money. But when you focus on the individual, when you focus on the person themselves, the money comes and everything starts to fall into place. Just like, you know, you were saying before, once you got your finances in check, everything else started to fall into place. So if you're taking care of a person, they feel like you actually care about them because you do. And then they start to see that other people start to see it. And then all of the rest falls into place because you yourself want to see those results because that's why you got into it in the first place. Exactly. You know, you're trying to help people. And if you're just pumping out, you know, stuff that's not content, that's not you, that's not real, not that it's not real, but it's not, you know, you as people, all of it starts to kind of fade away and you're not, you're not getting fulfilled by what you do or by something you enjoy or something you love that, you know, that's why I got into the fitness industry to begin with, because I wanted to help people and make it something I could make a career out of and financially profit from it. But my ultimate goal isn't to make money. My ultimate goal is to reach people and as many as I can for as long as I can and to change their lives. So I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. And um, if people need assistance and are looking for help, how can they reach you, you know, see your videos, see your blogs? Yeah, if you just type in moneypeach.com or just search Muddy Peach in Google, um, we'll pop right up. And, but if you're, if you're sitting there thinking, okay, I know that the finances could be better. I know they could definitely be better. And you're ready to, you're ready to actually you know, take a step uh, we are going to, so right now it's, or it's, it's closed. Smart Money Academy is closed right now because we're in session, but uh, we're going to be opening it again soon. So if you go to smartmoneyacademy.co, you can get on the waiting list and we're going to be opening it up. Uh, it, it's every eight weeks it cycles. So we're okay. three weeks into it right now. So every eight weeks is going to cycle and, uh, and, and check it out. It, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about meeting people face to face. So we're doing that now through a zoom call and finding out, okay, where are you at? How can we help? And then helping them take action. And the, the biggest reward that, that I've received is I don't remember our best launch for, for our course. I don't remember a lot of the financial things, but I'll never forget emails from people like Megan or Trisha uh, when they said, oh my gosh, I was on the brink of getting a divorce or, oh my gosh, I was stressed out staying up every night, literally getting in hives about finances. And now I can breathe. That's why we do this. And that's why we're back in front of people again, kind of going back to our basics of like what got us here and what fulfilled me in the very beginning. And so if you're somebody that's looking for a coach, looking for help, 
uh, I would love to be that guy in your life because this stuff is like, I feel like God created jobs for all of us. And sometimes it just takes us a long time to figure those out. And so mine happened in 2015. I thought, or sorry, 2011. I thought that life was happening to me. I went broke. And why did this happen to me? And, you know, our friends are, are thinking we're nuts. Why does this happen to me? Everything happened to me at the time. And now looking back, no, everything happened for me. I was, you know, I think we all are created to have certain talents and strengths. And, you know, I, I'm a firefighter, right? Why would I have any knowledge or, or desire to be involved in personal finance? Come on, it's so weird. But this is where I belong. And I love, I just love helping people. So, um, but also Money Peach podcast and the Money Peach website will, you know, there's a ton of great content there as well. Perfect. So moneypeach.com, Money Peach podcast is on the podcast and the academy is what again it's smartmoneyacademy.co so.co awesome well thank you so much for coming on and sharing um i know this isn't mostly exercise related but it does relate to that because your financial fitness does affect every other part of your life just like living unhealthy affects every other part of your life financially as well so it's a it's the cycle of living a healthy lifestyle mentally physically financially all of that is so important so i thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and if anybody has any questions or wants to look up the money peach please go visit his website see his podcast. I watch your videos all the time because I love you, you and Andrea, because you guys are awesome. So, um, thank you. Thank you for being on my podcast. Of course. It was fun. Glad, yeah. glad to be here. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening. If you want any more, more information, you can see the websites on my show notes and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Medic Podcast, Fitness for Real People, with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you'd like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes, or you can find it on Gabrielle's website at www.healthybodyworksaz.com. You can also find out more information about Gabrielle's fitness vacations. Be a guest for the all-inclusive Fitcation to Kauai, February 29th through March 5th, 2020, or join us in Banff, Canada, July 25th through August 4th, 2020. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a great review, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People with Gabrielle Mazar.